time now for keys to the game for the AFC championship game against the Kansas City Chiefs. The Cincinnati Bengals have beaten the Kansas City Chiefs three times in less than a calendar year. The fourth opportunity is going to happen less than 13 months. The Bengals have scored over 30 points, or right around 30 points, high 20s to 30 points every single time. You're going to have to score like that to beat the Kansas City Chiefs, even with a wounded Patrick Mahomes. So what are some of the things the Cincinnati Bengals have to do to beat the Kansas City Chiefs? <laughs> what I'd like to see happen, if you could go to the football gods and say, can I have a redo? Can I perform the exact same way against the Kansas City Chiefs that I performed against the Buffalo Bills? We're on the road. Can we just do exactly, have the game unfold exactly the way it unfolded in Buffalo? They could do that in Kansas City. Stamp the victory right now. They played a clean football game, first and foremost. No turnovers, no interceptions. Even, didn't even put the ball on the ground, never mind lose a fumble, never put the ball on the ground. They had two offensive penalties in the game for nine yards. They had two false starts. One of them was five yards, one of them was four because it was in the eight-yard line, half the distance to the goal. No defensive penalties. I mean, are you kidding me? That is some clean football. They went plus one in the turnover department, and then on fourth down, they had a stop on fourth down, which in my mind is equal to a turnover. So there were plus two in that department. Cincinnati Bengals didn't have to try any fourth down opportunities in this football game. Heck, on their first drive, they didn't even get to third down. They went five plays, over 75 plays, 75 yards, never had a third down snap. I mean, they were unbelievable on first and second down. They found themselves ahead of the sticks, ahead of the chains all the time. Uh, in the second drive, six plays, 79 yards for a touchdown. Amazing. You know, so many things in this football game that if they could duplicate against the Kansas City Chiefs, they would be in great shape. Their shortest possession was six plays. They didn't have a three and out. They didn't have one. The Buffalo Bills had three. If you can make Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs go for a few three and outs, and a few penalties. Again, the Bengals only had two penalties on, on the entire day. The Bengals ran 71 snaps and had two plays for lost yardage. Two snaps, one quarterback sack, and one running play, one for negative yards. 69 positive plays otherwise. Are you kidding me? That is an unbelievable efficiency rate. <laughs> it's, it's staggering when you think about it. They had 16 plays of 10 yards or more. They went six for 10 on third down. The Buffalo Bills went four for 12. If they can duplicate that in Kansas City, it would be quite a performance. Chase, Hurst, and Pirine all had five catches. Joe Burrow completed his first nine passes. Nine for nine on the first two drives. Four for four on the first drive and a touchdown. Five for five in the second drive and a touchdown. His first 14 completions went to eight different receivers. Distribution, distribution of the football to multiple receivers. It was phenomenal. Another key to the game, Bengals ran the football, and they ran it very, very effectively. The Bengals had 
34 carries for 172 yards, averaged over five yards a carry. That was a big, big factor in the football game. They had three new starters in the offensive line. Everybody's very concerned about that, and rightfully so. And they were playing on the road in a very loud, hostile environment against a damn good uh, Buffalo Bill defensive football team that played the run, top five in the NFL and stopping the run, and the Bengals took them apart. They threw it 36 times, ran it 34. We're talking balance. The Buffalo Bills threw it 42 times, only ran it 19. Talking unbalanced <laughs> because they fell behind by 14 points so early in the football game. Bengals had 13 first downs rushing, 14 first downs through the air. Balance, three by penalty. Buffalo, four first downs rushing, 14 through the air. Unbalanced. If the Bengals can play that type of football game, get the running game going, be balanced offensively, don't turn the football over, no, no self-destruction, control the turnovers, control penalties, know your assignments, make plays, avoid mistakes in terms of executing your assignments. That's all, all big, all really, really big stuff. There are no two ways about it. Other things, as always, you get into the playoffs, it's always about the red zone. I mean, it's, it's going to be a big deal. You have to uh, <laughs> score seven and allow three. You have to have a four-point differential as many times as you possibly can, red zone possessions. Make the opponent leave four points on the football field. Make sure that you don't. Execute to perfection in the red zone and don't let the opponent do that. Third down, as we talked about, is, is a big deal. You know, you're going to have to stay ahead of the chains, Make sure that uh, don't allow the defensive coordinator, Steve Spagnuolo, to start to mess with you on third and long situations, third and seven or more. You want to be third and four or less. There's no two ways about it. Another big thing, as always, and you get in the playoffs, it's, it's, these things are even bigger, protection pressure. Okay. Joe Burrow in the game against the Buffalo Bills was sacked one time, hit twice. That's unbelievable. Threw the ball 36 times like we talked about. That is unbelievable. Now, Joe Burrow, credit to him. He got the ball out of his hand right now. <laughs> the quickest he got out of, out of his hand was 1.1 second. Literally, that's a hot potato. That's like not even grabbing the laces. Catches the snap from center in the shotgun, gets the ball out for an eight-yard completion. Two and a half seconds was his average time it took him to get the ball out of his hand on 36 pass attempts. That is extraordinary. He was sacked once. When Joe Burrow is sacked three times or less in the last two years, 23 wins for the Bengals, three losses. Are you kidding me? <laughs> the Bengals did a great job in, in pressuring Josh Allen with a mush rush. They stayed in their lanes. They didn't get greedy and, and, and somebody try to make a play unnecessarily and give Josh Allen a lane to run in. And they contained him, kept him in the pocket, didn't let him get out and extend and create. And, and they affected the quarterback. They tipped a couple of balls, made him overthrow, underthrow footballs, being accurate. That's what you're going to have to do with Patrick Mahomes. Now you have Patrick Mahomes, who's limping and gimping a little bit, high ankle sprain, not as severe as Alex Kappa's, but it's that type of an injury. So I don't think you're going to see Patrick Mahomes out of pocket to his right. When he moves to his right, that's when he's the best. I don't think we're going to see him out of pocket all that much, extending and creating, but I think pocket manipulation is going to be a big deal. I think he is going to try to manipulate the pocket, but it's his right foot, his right ankle. 
That is his plant foot. That is where you drive and you get all your power. He's not going to be able to drive the football like he normally does. But this guy is different. He doesn't need his feet and legs. He can throw it 50 yards. He'll throw a jump pass 35 yards down the field on a dime. He has the strongest arm in the league. He and Josh Allen are very similar in that regard. It is crazy how he can throw the football. But I think because of the injury, he's going to be more of a pocket passer. Keep him contained. Mush rush him like a, a delayed blitz on him could be effective. I think what you're going to have to do is pressure Patrick Mahomes every way you possibly can and protect Joe Burrow every way you possibly can. And the, the game should have a very, very favorable outcome. It's not going to be easy. That crowd is going to be rabid. It's going to be loud. Bengals did a tremendous job last week of handling the silent snap count with the new offensive lineman. I think that's going to be the case again in, in Kansas City. Um, I, I look I look for a good outcome for the Bengals because they match up well with the Kansas City Chiefs secondary. The Cincinnati Bengals wide receivers match up very well against what the Chiefs present on the back end and at the safety position, corners and uh, in safeties. Steve Spagnuolo is going to have to play zone. He can't play man against the Bengals. If he blitzes and plays man, Joe Burrow is going to pick it apart. It is going to be a field day. Joe Burrow is going to have to continue to be patient, which he's done all season long. Take that four-yard check down, four- to six-yard check down. Second and six, second and four, a heck of a lot better than, than first and 10. Second and 10, first and 11 or 12 because you get a quarterback sack. Take the check down. I think all of that is going to play big in this football game. Going to have to get better play out of the quarterback position than the Kansas City Chiefs are going to uh, be able to muster, which I think is going to happen. I think the Bengals wide receivers are going to be more productive than the Kansas City Chiefs wide receivers. I think that's going to happen. And then two other matchups you got to look at in this football game. Two of the best players in the National Football League uh, are playing at their position are playing for the Kansas City Chiefs. Travis Kelsey, last week, 14 catches. What? Are you kidding me? That that's that's ridiculous. That's that's almost absurd. It's obscene. Only 98 yards. He didn't get huge yards, but he would slow block, then just release a couple yards down the field, turn around and catch the football, and then gain yards after catch. I really honestly believe that they felt like, all right, let other guys don't let other guys make any plays. Kelsey's going to get his. Make sure he doesn't hurt us. And he didn't with 90 errors, but he caught two touchdown passes. They said, let's make sure that. These other players don't make plays. Let Kelsey make the plays that he's going to make. He's going to make them anyway. I think that backfired a little bit. The Bengals are going to try, try to take Travis Kelsey out of the football game. Hopefully, Trey Flowers is going to be okay. That hamstring injury is going to allow him to be somebody that uh, matches up well with uh, with Travis Kelsey for defense coordinator Lou Anarumo. But he's also got Dax Hill that can match up with him. He can bracket him with linebackers. He can bracket him with a linebacker and a safety they are going to try to cover Travis Kelsey any way known to man uh, from a football standpoint because Kelsey is the big weapon. You can't let Pacheco get off in the running game. Bengals are going to have to control that part of it. But certainly in the passing attack, Mahomes to Kelsey, Bengals are going to have to minimize that threat right there. On the other side of the football for the, for the Kansas City Chiefs, Chris Jones, game wrecker, um, unbelievable defensive lineman positionless. He can 
play defensive tackle. He can play right or left defensive tackle. He can play nose tackle. He can play either defensive end. This guy can hurt you from anywhere. The Bengals are going to have to identify where he is and get help in that direction. Slide the line to the side of the line of scrimmage that he's lined up on. Put a tight end over there to help. Whatever you have to do, chip with the back. Whatever you have to do, do not let Chris Jones get off. Because if Chris Jones starts setting the, the tempo up there, Frank Clark and others are going to uh, also take advantage. So that's going to be a, a big, big deal. Those two matchups are going to be huge for the Cincinnati Bengals to take take uh, out of the football game as best they can when they take the field against the Kansas City Chiefs. I like, though, overall, I like the matchups that the Cincinnati Bengals are looking at. In my opinion, that's why they've beaten the Kansas City Chiefs three times in a row. It hasn't been easy. Play with a lead. Don't fall behind by two or three scores like they've had to and come from behind like they've had to do in the past. That you can't do that too many times. The Cincinnati Bengals are 10 and 0 when they score first. They're 9 and 0 when they lead after the first quarter, and 9 and 0 when they lead after halftime, and 9 and 0 when they lead after the third quarter. Get a lead, hold on to the lead, build the lead. That's the key to success right there. Again, in summation, if the football gods would allow the Cincinnati Bengals to do to the Kansas City Chiefs what they did last week to the Buffalo Bills. Could be a beautiful day in Cincinnati, AFC champions for the second year in a row, heading to the Super Bowl in Arizona. At First Star Logistics, we're a very strict company that really puts the pressure on our employees. <laughs> Brakes? What are those? That's what I'm talking about, Icky. Get the body right, then the mind's right, you know. Yeah. So, gotta get that body right. That's right. right. Yes, sir. Become a star with a chance to earn the highest commission percentages in the industry as a freight broker agent. Check out firststarlogistics.com.